grand rising my friends and welcome back to the rising podcast i am vanessa sophie i am your host and in today's episode i am doing a forecast of the astrology themes and transits for the month of november 2023 so the theme that we see there's very much of a big theme happening for november and as there is for every month there's always a theme going on there the theme this month is transformation and reflection mostly deep reflection inner reflection self-exploration all of that that brings transformation basically so we'll dive a little bit deeper into those transits um when we dive in but before we get started i wanted to bring a little bit of information and updates on what is going on in the upcoming offers that I have because we are just about to enter holiday season and transition into the new year. And so there's a couple of uh, exciting offers that I have coming up. So first of all, I'm very excited to bring back the offer of Align 2024. So this is the personal yearly reading forecast. So I've done this for a couple of years now and it's always really fun to do. It brings so much insights, so much value to be able to understand what kind of cycle you're in, what kind of transits are going to be coming up for you, what kind of energy themes and what you can expect in the next year and structure that accordingly with your own personal goals or even professional goals and just align that with the flow of energy because you know align 2024 is basically meant to just anchor the transits that you will be experiencing in your own personal life and just align that with your own goals and intentions so the offer of align 2024 your personal yearly forecast for the year ahead is available now you can go on my website uh, vanessasofie.com to look at the information and book your session so this is one really exciting thing that is coming up and the other thing is for the holiday season i'm going to be offering a crazy discount like i typically never do big discounts like this but this year i wanted to try something different and just um for the holidays I'm giving you $50 off my needle chart readings. So if you've been interested in getting a reading from me, if you know anyone who might be interested in getting a reading, or if you wanted to gift a reading to someone else, you can book during the holiday season from now until December 31st and get $50 off by using the promo code HOLIDAY23. So by going on my website again, Using the promo code HOLIDAY23, you can get $50 off my needle chart readings or gift it to someone else. And the last exciting thing that is happening is the School of Autology is in pre-launch mode. So as you may have heard before, I'm building a school where I'm going to be teaching everything that I know about astrology and numerology. And there's a library section that you'll get access to for... $11 a month. 
and that is the pre-launch price. So as the school is under pre-launch mode, it means that I'm building it right now. I'm just adding the content onto the school. And so you can get access to the library. You basically get early bird access to everything that I'm putting in the library at the the very low price of $11 a month. So again, you can find that either on my website or at schoolofatology.com. Autology is spelled A-U-T-O-L-O-G-Y. And you can find all the information in there. So those are all the exciting upcoming offers that I have going on. Now, before we dive into the forecast, I always want to give a little bit of a disclaimer because there's a couple of things that you may see that I do differently than other astrologers out there. The first thing is that I use the sidereal zodiac, which is different than what Western astrology uses. The sidereal zodiac actually uses the astronomical placements of the planets in the night sky rather than what Western astrology does. Western astrology will more follow the seasons. So the movement of the planets is more in sync with the seasons, and it's an algorithm that they use in Western astrology, while sidereal astrology uses the fixed stars as the element of positioning the planets. So if you were to take your phone and look at the night sky, you would see where the planets were in the night sky. This is the system that I use. So it may be a little bit different of what you hear out there if you follow mainstream astrology or if you follow Western astrology. Um, a second disclaimer that I want to give is that when I do forecasting, I know um, a lot of astrologers will go into predictions or sometimes it can seen, it can be seen as it's a divination practice, which in my practice, that's not the way that I look at it. The way that I use astrology and forecasting is more to get a preview of the kind of energy themes and just, you know, what we're going to be working with um, in the foreseeable future. So it's more about, in a similar way that you're going to look at the meteor, the meteor forecast to see if it's going to rain. And if it is going to rain, then you're going to bring an umbrella. So it's a method of having an idea of what is coming up so that you can prepare accordingly. If you see on the meteor forecast that it's going to rain tomorrow, you're going to bring an umbrella, but it's not it's not necessarily guaranteed that it's going to rain. It's not guaranteed, you know, what kind of rain and what kind of impact the rain is going to have. So that's why the way that I look at forecasting, astrology forecasting, it's more, you know, seeing that there's an 80% chance of rain. And so you better bring an umbrella and plan accordingly to the forecast, but it's not necessarily predictions or divination. So I'm not telling you how your day is going to go and, you know, that you're going to get splashed by a car if there's rain. It's more about just be ready and bring an umbrella. So this is what we call the law of rhythm. Everything in life has a rhythm. The seasons have a rhythm. Um, you know, the moon faces, all of that. So reading astrology forecasting to me is like sinking in with the law of rhythm so that you can plan accordingly and just, you know, understand life cycles, whether it's you know, general cycles or your own personal cycles. But in this case, um, yeah, I'm not, I, I always like to be clear that I'm not trying to make any predictions or using this as a divination tool. So just wanted to clarify that. Now, let's dive into 
some November energy. So there's always two things that I look at. If you have been following me for a while, you know, I always use two practices, numerology and astrology. And I like to start with numerology because it will set the tone for everything else. Um, numerology is the frame. Astrology is the details. So in, um, in November, the numerology of the month is going to be the number nine. So it is a nine universal month, which is nine is the number of completion. So nine will bring things to an end. And with that end also comes new beginnings. That's why transitioning from a nine to a one is always a big change because we're starting a new chapter. So we're kind of at that phase right now where transitioning from November to December, we're starting a new chapter. So it's almost like we have the the new year energy coming in a bit early this year, um, just with the numerology energy. So there's lots of transformation and change that comes with that. And with the nine at the same time, we're also evaluating what needs to change in our lives, what needs to let let be let go of. And so in the energy of the nine, we're basically looking at different situations, looking at the past to assess, you know, how we have dealt with situations in the past, you know, how things have been in the past and make decisions to change things or let go of things accordingly in order to start fresh. So that's what the nine is here to do. And the nine is here to do a little bit of a cleanup. And so November being a nine universal month, we're cleaning up some of those things from the wisdom that we've gained from past experiences or situations and basically just putting an end to certain things. So it's bringing things to completion so that we can move forward with a fresh start. So that's the nine universal month that we have in November. Now, through other transits, this energy of death and rebirth is also coming in a different way. Um, so first of all, on November 2nd, Venus will move into Virgo. And Venus is the planet of love and relationships. And so for Venus to move into Virgo, it brings a little bit of a lens of looking at our relationship through a practical and detail-oriented perspective. So it's Venus is not really the best um, planet to go through Virgo because typically Venus can be very positive, very optimistic. Um, you know, it's a very feminine planet. Well, obviously, it's a very feminine planet. Um, but when it transitions to Virgo, it just brings a more critical approach to things. And that's not really a, an energy that fits well with Venus. And so we just have to be aware and careful of how we look at our relationships because it's a time where you can expect um, perfectionism, you know, and, and just criticize everything and just have a more um, critical approach to through things. And so I would recommend just balancing out things. And while, you know, with the nine energy, as I mentioned before, like you're evaluating a lot of things in your life and see what fits and what doesn't and what needs to change. So there might be this theme of that again with your relationships. And that can be finances too, because Venus also represents money and beauty and, and um, 
other feminine qualities, but um, primarily relationships, we can be a bit harsher on how we judge our relationships. So I would be aware of that. And, um, you know, Virgo being such a service-oriented sign, it would be a great way to balance that out by bringing more acts of service into your relationships. And so, you know, you can um, flip that around and instead of, you know, criticizing relationships and expecting perfection, maybe flip it and, you know, ask yourself on how you can be of more service to your relationships and how can you basically make it better. And so that is going on for pretty much the whole month of November from the 2nd to the 29th, I believe. Uh, Yes. So yeah, we have this whole month of analyzing relationships. Now, the next transit that we have is on November 4th. Saturn will be going direct. Now, this will only last a couple of days um, because when Saturn stations direct, it basically means that, well, whenever a planet stations direct, it just means that it's um, it stops. You know, it's like it was retrograde for a while, so it was going backwards for a while. From our perspective, from the Earth's perspective, we were seeing it as if it was going backwards. And when it stations direct, it basically stops and it's um, motionless in the sky for a little bit. And so from our experience, when a planet stations direct, its energy will be felt more intensely because it's actually closer to the Earth during that time. And so on November 4th, Saturn is going to be closer to the Earth and so its energy is going to be felt stronger, stronger. And for this particular transit, Saturn is bringing certain structure, but especially structure in how we see, um, well, our relationships again, because it's in the sign of Aquarius, which is um, related to uh, community, but also in innovation. So I feel like it can help with how you can re-innovate certain structures in your life. And something else that I would recommend is looking at which house is associated with Aquarius in your sidereal chart because you can also have a better perspective on what um, what area of life is particularly impacted by that. So for example, if you had Aquarius in your 10th house, so the 10th house represents career, and so you could see yourself re-innovate certain things in your career and bring more structure into that bring more discipline in your career you may feel certain themes around the career coming up so more um just stronger because you would want to take it more seriously so those are the kind of things that you could expect from saturn stationing direct but it depends on which area of life it would impact so if you have a struggle with um you know knowing where aquarius is in your chart or what house that would be uh, that would be impacted by Saturn. You can go on my website vanessasophie.com and go find how to get your sidereal chart. You have all the instructions on there, and I also have a astrology guide that you can download. And you'll have the description of all the signs, all the planets, and all the houses as well. So that can be a great resource to use if you want uh, clarity on that. So 
After Saturn stations direct, we'll have Mercury in Scorpio on November 6th. So that's actually from November 6th to the 26th. Uh, Mercury in Scorpio, this transit, so Mercury is the planet of the mind and communication, so it will help us um, being more, having more focus and having more research abilities to dive deeper into topics. And so Mercury is such a smart planet and it can really um, impact our mental focus. And so in Scorpio, Scorpio is a sign that will go deep into things. So it will help with just um, researching deeper or investigating deeper and having really um, profound and intentional conversations. So it can help with, you know, researching topics and things like that. So that's a really interesting um, transit that we'll have, again, for most of the month of November. So with the theme of transformation and reflection, as I mentioned before, with the nine energy of, you know, having to reflect on what we're bringing to completion and what we're letting go of, this Mercury and Scorpio is going to be a great energy for that. So again, to just investigate everything, question everything, and um, going to the root of things, you know, and then making changes accordingly. Because we have a lot of Scorpio energy that is coming up. Um, halfway through the month, we're changing into Scorpio season. And the sign of Scorpio is all about transformation, actually. But it's a very deeply ingrained transformation. Like, you're not just, you know, changing things on the surface. You're, like, going down to the root to change things. And so that's what the energy of Scorpio will be bringing. Paired with the nine energy that we have... This is a really good time to just transform things in your life. Next transit that we have is on the 15th, we have Mars moving into Scorpio. And Mars is a slower moving planet, so this will actually last longer, where Mars is going to be in, in Scorpio until the end of December. So it's there until December 27th. So it's all, well, I guess a month and a half of a transit. So this brings intense passion. Like Mars is a planet of assertiveness and how you take action. And so for that to be in the sign of Scorpio, Scorpio is so intense, so dedicated, so committed about everything that you will bring some passion. And also it's in its home sign. In traditional astrology, Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So it's it's a very powerful placement for Mars. And it's not just a... You know, the passion that you bring with Mars and Scorpio is not just a fling. It's a lifelong, lifelong commitment. Um, so, in the sense that when you put your energy towards something, when you focus on something, it is there to last. It is there to be committed. Because that's what Mars energy will bring in Scorpio. And so, uh, yeah, it's just a great energy to pursue your goals with passion and determination. Yeah. Yeah, I also wrote down in my notes that there could be some themes of 
um, power and control just because Scorpio can like, yes, it's a very committed sign, but it can also look for control at times. And Mars is a planet that can easily get into conflicts because Mars being the god of war can bring both, you know, strong passion and assertiveness and like really good leadership. But at the same time, a fire can burn you. So that's also something to be aware of. Mars and Scorpio, just as much as it can be really powerful, it can burn you and sting you at the same time. Next that we have is Scorpio season starting on the 16th of November. So halfway through the month, the sun will go into Scorpio and this time is great for self-exploration, transformation, as I've been talking about already. And it's just a time to go deeper under the surface. What's interesting, too, is that, you know, just theoretically, I would say this is a great time where you would explore the depth of your psyche. You know, you would um, have illuminations in the darkness. And that's why it just it's it's really good for self of self-awareness self-exploration and things like that but if you look at it from a practical perspective scorpio season in the western hemisphere happens at the darkest time of the year and scorpio just represents the darkness so it's finding the light in the darkness so it's really interesting to me that we're settling into winter and that that's when Scorpio season happens. So it's just encouraging us to go into the darkness and find, you know, the monsters that are lying there in the sense that in your own life, in your own consciousness and mentality, your mindset of things, you know, what needs to change? What are the shadows that are there? What are the monsters that are hiding there that needs to be released, that needs to be changed? So really interesting time for exploring that following that we have mercury that will change into the sign of sagittarius on the 26th of november so on november 26th um mercury moving into sagittarius can help broadening your horizon so basically just giving you new perspectives on life um, Sagittarius is just a sign that is all about exploration in order to shape your own vision of the world. And so, because by traveling, you know, by, by traveling, exploring different cultures, by just exploring in general, like Sagittarius is the adventurer, that's how it also became a philosopher, because you're able to then have a better perspective on the world and then shape your own vision of the world through that. So. That's what Mercury and Sagittarius will be all about, is just opening up our minds to new perspective, new adventures, new philosophical approach. Um, so, yeah, it's a great time to explore <laughs> just philosophy topics or just, um, you know, re-questioning your perspective on things. So, again, there's, there's a whole theme here on self-exploration, transformation and perspective bringing wisdom it's really interesting whole month of november is all about that 
Now, <laughs> yeah, another thing that's happening. Okay, <laughs> bear with me. This is really interesting. So, as I talked about transformation, and I just mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast, we just went through eclipse season as well. Eclipse season brings transformation. The eclipses are caused by the the nodes of the moon that are on the same axis as the sun and moon when they have a lunation. And so the nodes of the moon stay in the same sign for about 18 months. And 18 months ago, we had this change where the nodes moved into Aries and Libra. Now they're about to they're about to, turn, to change again and go into the signs of Pisces and Virgo. So we have the north node moving into Pisces and the south node moving into Virgo. So we're just about to change into another chapter of transformation through a different axis in the signs. And so, first of all, I would encourage you to look at your chart again to find where Pisces and Virgo are and what house are associated with them so that you can have a better perspective on what areas of life are going to be transforming for you personally. But also... In the sign of Pisces and Virgo, it's always that the North Node is going to be a little bit more of our focus in the direction that we're going, and South Node is what we're stepping away from. So it's kind of like you're going North and you're leaving South. And North Node in Pisces is just bringing you an, an approach that is more directed towards, um, you know, a consciousness and having more compassion, focusing on the more... Um, intuitive side of life versus stepping away from Virgo, which is extremely practical and perfectionistic. And so it's really interesting to me how, you know, again, we're bringing back the theme of reshaping your perspective, reshaping your vision of the world based on the transformation that you're going. So we're going through another or we're about to embark on another 18 months of transformation specifically on that as well. Letting go, you know, maybe look at in your life, letting go of where you um, have too much of a perfectionistic nature or... um, you know where you need to where you sometimes need to need to let go of being too practical and need to embrace a little bit more um empathetic or intuitive pursuits so which is more the more piscean route so yeah that's an interesting um new chapter that we're beginning with all of that because that happens every 18 months that the nodes will change and so That is the theme that we're embarking for those next 18 months. So that pretty much wraps up the month of November, my friends. Actually, I believe I forgot about Venus in Libra. That's right. There's also Venus in Libra happening on Wednesday, the 29th of November. I don't know why I had to precise the word of Wednesday. But yeah, Venus in Libra is actually uh, a really nice transit because it's in its home sign, obviously, and and Libra is all about relationships and beauty and um, like just 
beautiful stuff. And so I feel like during that time with Venus and Libra, it's like a great time to be maybe redecorating certain things or where what you need to change and bring more beauty into your life and probably connect more with your relationships as well because it's a very relationship-oriented transit. So that's going to be nice. It's going to last for most of December. So we'll experience that mostly in December where there's going to be a closer connection to our relationships. So that's a nice transit for that. So now that wraps up the month of November. (laughs) Very excited for this one. I hope that brought some perspective for you in your own life. If you want to know more about certain things that I mentioned, if you want more clarity, feel free to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at I am Vanessa Sophie, or you can find all my information on my website as well. And I would love to connect with you. And if you are interested in getting a personal yearly forecast and just see, you know, everything that I just mentioned today, see how that would impact you personally over the year. That would be a great way for you to gain insights on that. And then you can plan your year more accordingly to the flow of energy that you would see in your own life and how that ties in with your own personal goals and intentions. So again, go you can go check out my website at um vanessasophie.com so thank you so much for listening my friend i hope this was insightful and i wish you a beautiful continuation of your journey on the road to self-awareness and becoming the best version of yourself